Welcome back to another episode. If you're just tuning in, I'm Alexandra, and I'm so happy that you're joining me today. Today, we're going to dive into part five of the Maui fires, and I feel like this might be the last part, only because I feel like finally, after everything, there has been some resolution. I found out some facts that make complete sense and kind of just piece everything together for the most part. So I don't know, maybe there'll be a part six. We'll see. Um, If you haven't listened to any other episodes, you've kind of just got stuck in my Maui Fires episodes or my other conspiracy theory episodes, then definitely I recommend if you want to learn a little bit more about me, a little bit more about the premise of this podcast, and even just see how much I've grown, then I recommend you definitely check out the first episode, the very first episode, scroll all the way down, and it just gives you a little background into me personally, aside from me just relaying the news to you. And then if you feel super ambitious, then definitely check out probably the first five episodes I'd recommend and then scroll around, see what else you like. But if you're here just because you care about Maui fires, you want to get the news, then that's fine. We will jump into it. So there's a lot of stuff that I feel like I've already touched upon in the first four parts. So I don't want to make this super long. I feel like I just want to get to the crux of what is going on. And that is, well, okay, I'm just going to say this, that I tried to make a video on TikTok. I've been trying to push myself to be on TikTok, even though it was the last thing I really wanted to do. I did not want to go on TikTok at all, but I really want to spread my message and reach as many people as possible. So I just have to bite the bullet and put myself pretty much on every platform. So if you're on TikTok, you want to check me out, teach a man to think, I'd love to see you there. So I made this video talking about this specifically, and before I even posted it, TikTok muted it and erased my sound from the video, so I couldn't even post what I had to say, which is crazy. So I think I'm going to use just a little bit of code words when I talk about this because I don't want this episode to be deleted, and I feel like I haven't really cared about that before, but maybe I need to pay a little more attention to that. So there has been some very crazy revelations in the news right now about the Maui fires. And I just feel like I'm going to tell you the most important part. And then if you want to stick around, I'll share some little details and thoughts at the end. But I received this information. I was doing some digging as always. Luckily, I have access to so many incredible accounts that I've gathered over several years that are really just in tune with what is going on and they do crazy research. So I'm grateful for them. So this is Steve Favis, Steve Favis, F-A-V-I-S. You can go to stevefavis.com and he is an expert in computer science and robotics. And he did this crazy thing. He he created uh, this software and he did all this research and you can actually find this all on his website where he lays out the research he did. He gives you the software, the source code for you to replay the exact research he did to come to the same conclusion. So this isn't just like some random guy on YouTube screaming his conspiracy theories into the world. Like this guy did extreme research to get to this. And this is not something that you just randomly um, accuse people of. But he ended up finding out and discovering, and I've seen this on multiple sources already, that a specific country um, that had a balloon in the sky, in our sky, uh, if you know what I'm talking about, a very famous country that 
has been in the news for a really long time. They had a balloon that was considered a spy balloon in the atmosphere. So that specific country has satellites all around. And he did all this research basically saying that the way the fire erupted, the damage that it did, everything, he saw that the technology exists to start this fire from satellites in the Earth orbit. And as he was doing more research, he discovered that a specific country had satellites actually in the atmosphere, in the Earth orbit at the exact time that these fires started. So I want to read you the specific details. For example, the third fire was the Olinda fire, and it set off at approximately 1047 a.m. on August 7th. Or was it PM? Might be PM, but either way. And he saw that when he did his um, his research, that the specific country's satellite had a satellite in the sky at the exact time, right over Olinda, at the exact time that the fire started. And this specific fire burned more than a thousand acres which was crazy. And that was, um, they had the name of NORAD 53299. So that was the name of the satellite. Then when you go to Lahaina, that fire set off at 6.37 a.m. on August 8th, right as the sun was going down. And when you do the research and you go and track the satellites, you see that, again, they had a satellite right over Lahaina at the exact time that the fire started. And that was number NORAD 55836. And then the last fire, the Kula fire, which started at 1130 a.m. on August 8th, same thing, had a satellite directly over the spot at the exact time, five, NORAD 53299. So is that a coincidence? I don't know. That's a pretty crazy coincidence, but that's up for you to decide. That's why, you know, they're trying to make you think that all of this is just crazy coincidence. None of this matters. So again, that could be just three random coincidences that just happened. Um, and then also, so that's kind of like the biggest part of it all, obviously, is that's kind of figuring out, okay, there are some uh, devious methods, there is some technology available, and this wasn't a wildfire. And the proof is out there. This is all coming out. I'm sure eventually this is going to come out. Unfortunately, our quote-unquote media, which is supposed to relay the news to us, doesn't really do that. So it's up to people like myself and independent journalists to spread the news. So I hope that you gain this information. And if you find it valuable or if you feel like this is important to share, really like the best way you could help is by sharing this information. Send this podcast to somebody else, uh, send this episode to somebody else and just get other people's wheels turning because this is really just the tip of the iceberg on what we're being lied to about what's going on in the world and what the potential for disaster is. So the more people are aware and know about it, the more control and power that we have. And our power is in our knowledge, our awareness, our information. Like that really is the power that we have. And we have to hold true to that and hold tight to that because, you know, that's the very least that we can do. 
So obviously, like, that's the main thing. I want to get to that just in case you're like, okay, I just want to figure out what it is and then I don't want to listen to you anymore. So if that's the case, then adios, catch you in the next episode or not. But if you want to stick around, then I'm just going to give like my little um, nuggets of my feedback just because I've been covering this. Obviously, this is the fifth episode. Everything I've talked about, I feel like is just still even coming out. Like I talked about the fact that the largest system of outdoor sirens in the world didn't go off craziness. Uh, The water was shut off. Um, Boats burned in the middle of the water, which is crazy. Like, how does that even happen? Uh, Police blockaded uh, people from getting out of where the fires were raging and roaring. Um, Government Green did a bunch of crazy shit. Uh, He had planned to eliminate emissions. And guess what carbon emissions are? You. You're a carbon emission. You know why? Because when you breathe out, you're breathing out carbon dioxide. So what are they trying to eliminate? Are they trying to eliminate you? I don't know. Um, And me, obviously, because I'm a carbon emission as well. And obviously, BlackRock has a lot to do with uh, Hawaii in general. I don't think I specifically touched on BlackRock. I think I said Blackstone in one of my episodes, but BlackRock. And if you want to go into like kind of some crazier conspiracy theories, um, as you all know, I've mentioned this in my last episode about Oprah and The Rock basically making a video outraging people because they created this People's Fund to get people to donate to the People's Fund. And they generously donated an entire $10 million, which like for us is like a dollar, right? So they did that. And the people are saying, we're like, well, it's interesting that Oprah, she's black and The Rock, The Rock, Black Rock, get it? Black Rock, like that they're trying to like say something. It's kind of way of showing what's going on or fooling the people or mocking the people, whatever it is. That's one of the conspiracy theories. And obviously, if you also are keeping up track, then you know about the Simpsons and how the Simpsons had an episode about how there were lasers being um, set out and destroying all of Springfield. And then they left a bunch of blue stuff, which is the same thing that happened in this fire. There was a lot of blue things. And he also talks about... um, this guy, Steve Favis, he also talks about how uh, the technology and he shows a video of the laser and how it works and how the specific laser, how it affects different wavelengths. And if you know anything about light, light is operating on different wavelengths, right? So you have red, so it's more of an infrared um, light and it's more extreme. And then you have the lighter, more uh, toned down, which is the blue. So he said that obviously anything that was blue, it had very minimal effect on. And that's how lasers work. Again, you definitely do your own research. I totally recommend and just hope that people do their own research because when you hear it, it's one thing. When you see it with your own eyes, it's a totally different thing. And it really just changes the game. And maybe you'll find something that even I didn't find or I didn't know. And at the end of the day, this stuff is interesting. It's scary, it's crazy, it's sad, it's like bizarre that we're even living in this world. But the least you could do, take yourself emotionally out of it, even if for a little bit, and just kind of dive in just to uncover what's going on. I look at the world as like one giant puzzle. And for me, I'm just uncovering pieces little by little, putting things together, and trying to make it something that is purposeful and not get lost in the sadness or the darkness of it. I just hope I can inspire, inspire you to do the same thing. 
Um, let's see what else. So yeah, so back to uh, Steve Farvis just real quick, just because I have notes here and I don't think I mentioned it, um, that he used MATLAB software and he used plugging in public data uh, and using uh, the data from the North American Aerospace Defense Command to get uh, all of his information. So this guy's legit. He's using legit stuff. And he also did some data that it takes 88 seconds, no, 8.8 seconds to melt aluminum alloy wheel with this technology. And if you, ta- if you listen to my other episodes or you saw any videos online, you saw that that's what happened in one of the fires. There was an aluminum alloy wheel that was completely melted and just like running down like a stream down the concrete. Craziness. Okay, let's see what else I got here, my friends. So back to Simpsons, jumping around. So Simpsons is known for their predictive programming. If you don't know what predictive programming is, um, look it up, definitely. But it's the idea that um, they're sprinkling all this crazy stuff into our uh, movies and our shows and all this stuff. So that way, when things really happen, it's not as shocking to the mind and we just easily accept it. And there's a lot of predictive programming programming out there with um, September 11th and like everything that happened with that. I posted something on my Twitter, which uh, was just a crazy compilation video of all the stuff, like all these, everything from cartoons to movies to shows to whatever it is from the 1990s to recently uh, to before 9-11 showing the Twin Towers being either blown up or a plane going into them or something. So predictive programming, I think it's real. Maybe it's a conspiracy. Maybe it's a coincidence. Who knows? Maybe they're just so good at what they do that it's just a coincidence all the time. But the Simpsons do have a episode that they are predicting a blackout. And if you are in with any of the conspiracy theories, if you're in and listening to what's going on, or you've even been paying attention to the news, that there's a lot of places that have been experiencing blackouts. I think just this morning, UK had a blackout. And so they are predicting that the whole world will have a blackout at some point. And that's something that I've heard for a very long time. I've heard this for like three, four years. The reason for this Um, there's many different ways you could take it. You could take it as something negative. You could take it as something that looks negative, but is positive. I always choose to look on the positive side. And eventually I will share more about my own personal thoughts about why all this is happening and what is the purpose for it. But I definitely want to go in layers because I think that's too much too fast. And I just want to keep it grounded on earth level for for right now. But I just want to say that I do have different ideas and understandings of what's going on in the world. I really try to look at things from a philosophical level, from a more um, removed level. That way I can operate and be a important part of the world, but also not be trapped and kind of held back by it. You know what I mean? Because if you kind of let this stuff overtake you, it could destroy you. And you don't want that. No one wants that. I don't want that. We need people like you to be strong and happy and fulfilled still, even with everything that's going on. So knowledge is power, but you hold the power. Don't let the power overtake you. And I think that's pretty much all because I feel like I have touched upon everything. I've been doing research. I've been waiting to make this episode because I want to get as much information as possible. And I think... I've touched upon pretty much everything that I could in these five episodes. I feel like this is the majority of 
kind of rounding it up. Obviously, there's crazy stuff going on. Josh Green said that they're not going to build for a long time because he's worried about global warming. And then someone else said that another time he said, well, no, he created all these plans so that they could fast track all the all the buildings. So no one knows what's going on. We shall see together what is going on. But I think it's really important that this information is getting out there because I haven't seen it on mainstream news. Have you? I don't know. They pretty much forgot about these people. So whatever is going on there, I'm just happy to share some of the truth, if that's what you think it is, or maybe it's just a conspiracy. That is up for you to decide, my friends. As always, thank you so much for tuning in, for listening. I hope you check out another episode because they're all different. They're all over the place. Maybe you'll catch one that is just funny and lighthearted and uplifting because sometimes we need that. In this crazy world, it's good to be informed, but it's also good to unwind and disconnect because that is the power that you have. So like I said, claim your power, retake your power, and use information to enlighten you, but that's it. Don't let it hold you back. I love you guys, and I will catch you in the next episode.